Hey, magic makers, Kelsey Foremost, your host of Find Your Magic here. I am so thrilled to welcome my friend Mandy Emerson to the show today. She's an Instagram coach who helps entrepreneurs grow their businesses using Instagram. She's kind of a genius at it. But what I love about Mandy in particular is she really focuses on helping entrepreneurs succeed on social media while minimizing overwhelm and anxiety. Because if you're anything like me, I feel a lot of anxiety surrounding number of followers, number of likes, even though I know I'm not supposed to do that, even though I know I'm supposed to be all well-adjusted, I still have that icky feeling of like, if I put something out into the world and people don't respond immediately, or it doesn't get as many likes as I wanted it to, it's really hard to pick yourself back up and continue to share. Certainly, especially if you are at all vulnerable on your social media profiles, which if you follow me at Kelsey writes on Instagram, you know, I am. So Mandy gives us some amazing tips for staying sane while building a social media presence later in the episode, but we start the episode with this conversation that I'm so grateful to have had and to be able to share with you, which is really about that period that might feel a little dark night of the soul that happens in between the leaving of an old career or identity and the time between that and finding our new path, finding the new thing that lights us up. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs present this picture of like having the light bulb moment that whatever they were doing was no longer fulfilling them. And then bam, they found the new thing and they started on the new path and here they are successful and shiny right in front of you. Right. But the truth is all people who go through that identity crisis, especially if it relates to a creative career, something where you are sharing yourself and your gift with the world, there's often a quite long period of time when you are really struggling with that decision of leaving the old life behind and also the anxiety of not knowing what's next. Mandy and I became friends initially because we both left careers in the performing arts. Mandy was full-on musical theater genius on a cruise ship as a successful performer for years. I left my career as a successful actress on stage and film TV and It took a lot of bravery to admit that the thing that we had spent so much time, so much energy, and so much money learning how to do, and that we were successful at, was no longer the thing that we wanted to do. It is really hard, and it truly does present an identity crisis. And so Mandy is sharing her story of how she moved through that time. And I bring up in this conversation, something I like to call your lily pad moments. I made up this term image of a lily pad being that in between safe space in the middle of turbulent waters where you've hopped from an old life and you need somewhere to land in the meantime to figure out where you're going next. It's your little port in the storm, your little safe harbor. You will probably feel really isolated, really alone. 
really unclear what direction to go next, right? If you picture a lily pad, it's a circle. You could literally hop in any direction. So I want to take this opportunity to acknowledge those people who might be on their lily pads right now. I'm right there with you in a lot of areas of my life, figuring out where I'm going to live next, um, who I want to be in my next relationship, whenever that comes into my life again, there are a lot of things where we might feel alone or shouldn't I have this figured out by now? And it's so important to acknowledge that you're not alone. We actually all go through these lily pad moments multiple times in our lives. And Mandy and myself are both examples of what happens when you give yourself that time and that space to sit on that lily pad. Be proactive about finding what actually lights you up, listening to your intuition and finding your magic so that you are sure to go in the direction that you were meant to go. And let me tell you, when you start in the direction you're meant to go, you instantly feel it. Things immediately start to come your way to support that new path. The dominoes fall naturally. And in Mandy's case, it led her to an incredibly lucrative career as an Instagram coach. For me, it led to my company, Magic Words Copywriting, and here to this podcast, Find Your Magic. So please enjoy this wonderful conversation with my friend, Mandy Emerson. Welcome to this episode of Find Your Magic with Mandy Emerson. She is an amazing Instagram coach and she helps entrepreneurs grow their business using Instagram, but she's also a former musical theater nerd. And we really bonded uh, when we both discovered instantly. It was like, I I see you. I recognize (laughs) game, recognize game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jazz hands, recognize jazz hands. Would you like to start with, why don't you tell a little bit just about how you found your way to what you do now? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So excited to have this chat with you, especially because we had such a great connection chat and you and I really did bond, not just over musical theater, but we instantly bonded over um, personal experiences, which um, I'll kind of go into now, but I come from a performing back, Kelsey was saying, um, (laughs) but I come from a performing background in theater and I was on cruise ships for four and a half years. I studied fine arts in college. That's what my my degree is in. And I went out to LA. I did a whole bunch of auditions and got picked up by Royal Caribbean pretty quickly. And I was, before I knew it, I was out to rehearsals um, and I was with the company for four and a half years. I did five different contracts and traveled around the five. world. Five different contracts. How yeah, long is a months, contract? Six and a half months at a time. Holy um, moly, Mandy. Right. Talk about know, so like your identity and life being wrapped, wrapped up in, in what you're doing. Yeah. Holy oh my natural. gosh. I mean, my identity was my, my job. It was what I did. And I loved it. I love performing. I loved saying, oh, I'm a cruise ship singer because you get that little reaction out of people because it's not something like anybody hears, right? Oh my gosh, so, absolutely. It, I think that's an important point. I don't want to gloss over that, 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 oh. that uh, hit of, I don't know if it's oxytocin, serotonin, dopamine. whatever, cortisol, I don't know. You get some sort of something. hit when you say what you are and someone is impressed. Mm, totally. It just feels good though. It's a little, it's a little bit of um, validity too of oh, like, yeah yeah, I've been working my whole life for this. So you better be surprised. Yeah. (laughs) 
I made that dream happen. Totally. Like I, I put in the work to be where I'm at today. So, um, I loved, I loved performing. I loved traveling. I will be super transparent. I did not like cruise ship life. It was Mm. hard. A lot of it was hard. Um, you can just imagine being around people that you've met for the first time. So you don't know any of these people, some of them, some people you've worked with maybe on a previous contract. Um, but you don't know these people up until rehearsals, you spend a a few weeks with them, getting to know the shows, performing, um, rehearsing all of that. Then you go and live on a moving hotel for six and a half months. And you can't go anywhere. (laughs) Right. You live, work, eat, breathe, sleep everything with these people for six and a half months, there's bound to be someone in there that is going to, you're going to rub shoulders the wrong way. It's just Mm. bound to happen. It is what it is. Inevitable. I'm sure. Right. And I know that you're going to know this too, but we as theater people, we are pretty dramatic. Sometimes we're over the top. (sighs) No, me, not I. (laughs) Right. Like we're, we're a little bit dramatic and and that's kind of a, a beautiful thing, but it's also can be I don't want to say toxic. I don't want to say that, but at the same time, there's a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's even better. That's a better way to say it. It's a lot of energy and it's a lot to, um, take in. And then with 12 to 16 people that you're with all the time, and maybe you're not with them all the time, but you are. Um, (laughs) and then there's limited contact to land. Um, so we have, we had to, um, pay for our Wi-Fi. We'd have calling cards. So if we needed to get a hold of somebody, um, there's emergencies, you know, but if you wanted access to Instagram or Facebook or texting, you had to pay for Wi-Fi and wow. people didn't always do that. That so I was not aware of, of. Oh yeah. So what would happen then, and it, it kind of creates this culture of everybody is in everybody else's business. Of course. So there are no secrets on cruise ships. There are eyes absolutely everywhere. And there's a lot of speculation. It's just, a it, it can turn toxic really quick. God, um, the pressure it, of that, the pressure of that. Oh Do you know Lord. what just crossed my mind is like, I feel like you were on, you know, I I imagine like what it would be like to be on a reality show, like the bachelor or something and have to be on and like monitoring your behavior and you know, how you're presenting 24 Mm seven for weeks on end. I can't imagine doing it for six and a half months. (laughs) How did you stay sane? Oh, prayer. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Accept it. Love it. And then, um, I, I loved makeup and beauty. That's one of my, one of my strongest passions I have even to this day, but I discovered beauty YouTube tutorials very early on in my YouTube life Mm. or my cruise ship life, I should say. And I started creating YouTube videos, creating content, creating videos. So while I was on the ships, I would do that. I would create different videos. And that was a little bit of an outlet for me. Yeah. Um, not even a little bit. It was a lot of it of an outlet because it, I would find times to go um, in the backstage space um, in the theater portion of the ship when no one would be there to do my tutorials. And those are still up. They're still on my YouTube channel. Um, if you want to go check them out. And there's also <laughs> two, um, if you want like a real inside scoop, there's two videos of room tours. One is when I was living with someone and one, when I had my own room and that wasn't until 
my last and final ship, but uh, you can kind of get a, a peek inside what it's like to live fascinating um, on the ship, but also with somebody else. So, oh my gosh, um, wow. I, I found an outlet. I would, I would always go out in port every single time we were in port. I would go out sometimes by myself. And you know what? There's a lot of blessings that came out of this. One of them being, I got to know myself really, really well. I was just going to say, I, 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 I think yeah. it could go a few different ways. And one of the positive ways is that you have, there is no escape from totally. spending time yeah. with yourself and you being, yeah. I like to say the own damn love of your life, because oh, yeah. you're the only one that has to spend every day with you till death do you mm -hmm. part. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I also think that's so, um, I, I also am a, the kind of person who escapes by being alone. So mm -hmm. I am like extra anxious listening to the story going like, oh yeah. my God, how, like, oh, I gosh, would have I to go I don't want to give you anxiety. <laughs> no, no, but it's, but it's also, it's amazing because it's inspiring to think about like, even if you are in a situation where you're living in a floating hotel with no escape, you can find yeah. those moments to escape oh, to the yeah. backstage, to figure out that creative outlet, maybe to connect yeah. to the outside people online who aren't in that toxic bubble. Yeah. And totally like you can find those moments, even if they're few and far between. Right. Absolutely. So al although there was a lot of negatives that would never, I would never go back to cruise ships unless my husband came with me and we went together. Mm. But even then it, it still gives me, I will have dreams, which is really sad because there's so many good things that came out of this. I will have dreams that I'm going back to a ship and I am devastated in oh, my wow. dream to go back wow. to a ship. Isn't that so that's, it's like a little bit of a, a trauma because it unfortunately, is. there was just situations with cast members that took really ugly turns. And I remember one contract, I was actually concerned that some of the cast members might sabotage my costumes or my shoes. Yeah. I mean, it was that bad. And sure. not saying that that's everybody. I don't want to paint this ugly light, but but I think just... that yeah, no, that there isn't. There is a. It's a cliche because it's true. There's a kernel of yeah. truth in like performer ego anxiety. Not like when I say performer ego and anxiety and like lead that leads to sabotage because there's so yeah. much pressure put on like being a star because it's mm. it's in my mind it's like in order to get paid, in order to survive, you yeah. have to be a star, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's mm -hmm. not a job where you can separate yourself from your ego really easily. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there's right. like a survival instinct that kicks in yeah. for some people. And I have, you know, empathy right. and compassion for that. But when yeah. you're on the other side of it and same been there mm -hmm. when someone puts something in your thermos or someone yeah. hides, oh my gosh. someone hides your prop or your a costume. Wig? <laughs> oh, a wig. Oh, that would be horrifying. Oh, that would be really bad. You, just, you go out with like a wig cap makes you look bald. <laughs> okay. So just to say nobody ever sabotaged me. I don't think anybody was ever close to ever doing that, but there was such, but it was crossing your mind. It, it was, you were anxious was enough that it was crossing your mind. Right. It was sad that I actually thought these things about people that I was once friends with. There was really such a silly miscommunication that turned into this ugly thing again, because you're in this kind of bubble where everything really festers. You don't have outside 
releases. Yeah. Um, so really everything just gets, yeah, everything just gets really, really, um, muddled and like on top of each other. I like, I have this picture in my brain, but you don't have any other external, like you don't get to go home after you perform your home is still where you perform. You're, you don't get to then go out for dinner with people because you live with your coworkers. Right. Exactly. Like you live, eat, breathe, work with your coworkers. So, I mean, it, it was really an un, un, unfortunate event and eventually everything like came to a head and we all dealt with the issues. And I was like, this is actually how I felt. I thought you guys were going to sabotage my stuff. And they all just looked like we would never do that. And like, but yeah. you still made me feel that that would happen. Yeah. So Ooh, I want eventually everything. Can I just comment really quick? Because I think that that's something that is really brave and vulnerable to do Mm -hmm. and important that people, I want to change the conversation around um, confrontation, because when we hear the word confrontation, pretty Mm -hmm. sure all of you just went like, Ooh, right. Like it doesn't feel comfy. It's scary. It's vulnerable, but I now in my thirties, having gone through a lot of life experiences and come out the other side of those life experiences actually am very pro confrontation in a way that is Mm. like empathetic and kind and vulnerable because only when you confront the issue or the person or whatever, and speak that truth of, you know, you really, you made me feel like you were going to do something drastic and I'm sure you weren't, but I still was worried about it. And then receiving that and being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I made you feel that way. Only then can you move through to the next positive thing. It's the only way. Very pro confrontation here on find your magic. Yeah. Well, and so to speak to that specifically, I, I went to my dance captain and I expressed my concerns. Like I found an ally so that I didn't have Mm. to do it by myself. Smart. Um, and we were able to have kind of a, a group meeting, yeah, <laughs> a little intervention, little intervention. If you will. yeah, right. And and people were able to express how they were feeling. I unfortunately didn't get to because I was so overwhelmed by their responses mm. that I couldn't. And my my dad taught this to me a long time ago. If you don't have anything like kind or, or proactive, or if you're only speaking from emotion and you're not able to actually say what you really want to say of, I felt like you were going to sabotage me. Then you don't say anything because you're going to say things that you like are just not making sense because you're in emotion, you're hysterical, or you're just feeling a lot emotionally that you're not able to get your thoughts the way that you would really want to express them. Clarity. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I didn't actually get to express, but I think me, once it got to my turn, I just, I, I was, tears were running down my face and I was just shaking my head. I couldn't say anything, but I think that moment to those people that had zero idea, the effects they were having on me, their actions, Kelsey, I remember going through the hallway to my dorm and one of the other dorms doors were open. All those people were in there and they were saying the ugliest things about me. You thought (sighs) I was like Hitler. (laughs) Oh Oh my my gosh. And then what I a pain. Back- talk about trauma. Jeez. Oh Lord. I walked by the door and I just stared at everybody and they were laughing and shut the door on me. And then oh. it was that moment we were reaching everything to a head and they were all saying these things like, well, I, I really do like Mandy. And I'm like, you're all lying. That you're sucks. all lying for to save face. But I was just in tears 
And one by one, after they saw the effect that they were actually having on me and my performance ability and my mental health and my livelihood, Mm -hmm. one by one, each of them came to me and we had a heart to heart and they apologized. So it did really have a happy ending, but I, again, I'm so with you to hit confrontation, like something had to be done in order to resolve it. But it's really sad that that's one of the memories I have associated with my cruise ship days and not like traveling the world and seeing Asia and Europe and South America and, 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 and all these places I've been to. And I was performing on a stage in front of thousands of people. That's not the first thing that comes to my mind. It's, I would never go back to cruise ships. Right. I think (laughs) that's that's an important thing to, to talk about though, that yeah. You know, we can have this idea of what someone's life is or what sure. someone's oh, career yes. or business is and look yes. from the outside and think, wow, she is so lucky. She's mm. traveling the world. She's that reminds making me of money. Spears' song. She's so She's lucky. So lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't flag this YouTube. But oh, no, so it's sorry. True. No, no, no. I, I think we're fine. I'm sure sorry. we're fine. And also <laughs> hashtag free Britney very pro Britney. Oh, yes. Very um, Britney. Yeah, no, it's true though. That song is poignant for all the reasons, oh, yeah. but it's so true. Yeah. We really don't know what's going on inside somebody's life or business or mm-hmm. career. Um, and it's important to have empathy oh, if so someone much. is like, especially if someone has a dream that you want, right? Ooh, like, I yes. think this happens a lot where you see somebody who has a business or a, a job that you, or a relationship that you really uh envy and, um, telling ourselves all kinds of stories Yeah, because of that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's storytellers. I don't know about you, but I am an, (laughs) I am a novelist. Oh, I, I have moved myself to tears or anger with like fake conversations I'm having with absolutely happened. Oh my God. I, I have, I love talking about this. So I think this is a creative person thing and a writer thing, but also an actor thing. I have fake Mm -hmm. conversations with like, like things that I think might happen or like, I think a, a really great, like low, low risk, uh, example of this is like accepting your Oscar right? Every, every kid has done that with like their hairbrush, right? (laughs) Oh, so many times. Accepting your Tony. My award. Oh yeah, (laughs) exactly. And like truly moving myself to literal tears or getting like, if I'm imagining a fight that I might have with someone getting really angry and Mm -hmm. that stuff, the stories we tell ourselves our brain doesn't know the difference. Our brain does they not don't. know the difference between, and this is literal science people. Your Absolutely. brain does not know the difference between the thoughts that you're thinking and the outward experience Reality. you're having. Yes. Which is why it's so important to really pay attention to the thoughts yes. that are going on in your head, because you really yes. can, if not control them, have empathy for them and like Absolutely. recognize them for what they are let Mm -hmm. them go on their way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So after cruise ship (laughs) trauma bus, I know, I know that mess. literally (laughs) peace and love, peace and love to all the cruise ship people, but we are going to move through this and tell me about, um, 
your decision to leave. Cause I know from yeah. our conversations that that was difficult, even though sure. there, it was a tough situation yeah. being on the cruise ship. It was still right. a hard decision to leave. Oh, absolutely. My last ship, I will say my last ship was the absolute best contract I ever had. What a gift. Every single person. Oh, an absolute blessing. And I knew it was my last one, maybe because I knew that it was my last one. Um, so another blessing that came out of cruise life is I met my husband. He was a passenger on my fourth contract. Um, and we were doing long distance, nothing scandalous here, people before your brains wander and story tell <laughs> nothing scandalous here because I would have gotten fired and I loved my job enough to not do that. Um, but we, we got to know each other through, um, going through ports and I showed them my favorite places. He was traveling with a friend. Um, and he lives here in Milwaukee, which is where I'm located now. So this is kind of where my, my story started to go, but my fifth contract, my last one was an absolute godsend blessing, everything about it. I wouldn't change a thing. So it really left on beautiful terms. Great. Um, so when I did leave, I left to go to Chicago, uh, to be closer to my husband, who's in Milwaukee at the time. Well, still, we still are. Um, but moved to Chicago so that I could still pursue my love of performing because it's all that I knew mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and there was family there. So it was kind of a, a safe middle ground to, to be closer to Tim, my husband, um, be with family and still be performing. I call these so, moments lily pads, like, oh, I like, that. like a safe place, like a little Island in the middle yeah. of what could be, you know, dangerous waters. Yeah. And you have this little lily pad and you know, it's not your forever yeah. house, but right. or your forever situation, but it's a safe place to land for a while. It's your lily mm, pad. Yeah. That's my lily pad. Well, so this lily pad must've been going through a hurricane because oh, no. <laughs> those were some tough years. Um, and because I was transitioning from performing for the majority of my life to no longer doing so. Um, I just, I, I got to a point that I was burnt out from the audition process and rehearsing and I've done it for so long. And it, not that I didn't love performing because every time I get on stage, my goodness. Yeah. The, it's like, it's like all the good drugs. Uh, oh once. gosh. So good. <laughs> so, so good. And I long to do that again someday. And I would love to get involved in theater here in Milwaukee. And my intention is absolutely to do so. But my fire was really burnt at yeah. that point. I knew that it wasn't forever, but I was kind of like, oh, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I really went through that identity crisis of what the heck do I have to offer the world? And mm. what am I good at? What can I do? My degree is in fine arts. Do I go teach it? Do I go get involved? at a, a school of some kind. I have no teaching experience. Um, so I was really at like kind of a standstill and kind of my hands open. Like, what do I do? Where do I go? Yeah. Who do I talk to? Who do I need to see? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I did what I, what I knew how to do, which was makeup. And I knew I could go get into to retail really quick. So I, I started a position at Ulta and started doing, um, retail sales. And that led into um, working for Estee Lauder and Tarte Cosmetics, which was also really great. I met some amazing people there. Um, but still I was, I was earning minimum wage and living with my beautiful great grandmother, but I, I still felt like I had no direction. And this is kind of, this is a sad moment because I know it's not true. And I've mm -hmm. even expressed it to my husband 
but we were just dating at the time. He was in corporate. He had his life together. I say life together, but the idea of life Outwardly, together is. Sure. Sure, I think we all know like, how that translates. Yeah. Oh, totally. Is he had his job. He really enjoyed it. He was getting a, a great yearly salary. I mean, he really had his adulting life pretty much together for the most part. He was happy with where he's living. So all the thing, all the great things. And I was like, you're dating a cruise ship has been who's Aww. back in retail working minimum wage. And I want to preface, there is absolutely nothing wrong with working retail and working here, here. minimum wage. I want, I, that is not what this is about. This is, no, it's about, I was doing this, what I thought I was going to do for the rest of my life. And then I was doing something completely different where I felt like I, I know that my, I'm not meant to be here, yeah. but I have no idea where I'm actually supposed to go. And it was hard. It Those made me feel like, moments. it yeah. made me feel like Tim was going to wake up someday and be like, you know, I don't know that you know what you want with your life. And I'm looking for someone who has direction and knows what she's doing. It was so sad. That's oh my so gosh, hard. it was so sad. And he's told me to this day, like, I knew that you had it. I knew that I knew that you had the potential. You were going places and you were just figuring it out. And I wasn't about to go anywhere because I knew you were going to go do something great. He sounds so, like a very emotionally intelligent young man. <laughs> which, is, which is crazy because he's so logical, rational like feet on the ground. I'm mm -hmm. up in the clouds, like living my best life. Want to go work at Disneyland for, you know, <laughs> ever. And he really keeps me grounded, but he's just so logical. It's and with that, with that emotional depth. Mm. Um, so big blessing landed a really good one. I'm sure pointing did. this way because he's on the other side of this wall. <laughs> um, but, but I still went through that. Like, what the heck do I have to offer? I don't know my direction. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and a, it wasn't, by the way, guys, I think everyone has felt that way. I think absolutely. that we Which feel so alone in those yes. moments. So if you're looking for a sign, this is your sign. You are not alone. Yeah. If you yeah. are in one of these moments where you are like, I feel no magic in my mm -hmm. life. I feel mm -hmm. no alignment, no spark, but mm -hmm. I also don't know what direction I'm supposed to go in. Yep. You are definitely not alone. And it'll yeah. probably happen more than once in your life to be frank. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Continue. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know what I will say that I would encourage anybody who is going through this and I can't emphasize enough what you just said, that there are people that actually go through this. So when you and I were talking, getting to know each other before our podcast um, episode is there are a lot of people that go through this and yeah. that I didn't know that. Um, mm. So yes, amen to that everybody, if not a lot of people go through this, but what I was doing is I was trying to be as proactive as I could. I was getting involved with free organizations that held, um, monthly, if not weekly get togethers and networking. And something I do really well is getting myself out there to meet new people, whatever that looks like. Mm. So I was in a sorority in college. So I got, um, plugged into the alum club in Chicago, I got plugged in with a, an organization called Rising Tide Society, oh, yeah, which is a lot a of um, entrepreneurs and business owners, small business owners, vendors. Um, By the way, the, into their... the reason behind that name, you guys, if you don't know, is there's that saying a rising tide lifts all boats. And mm -hmm. um, I, I also have been in with that group and it's a great yeah. place to be. It's very community Absolutely. over competition. Yeah. Yes. These are all great yes. ideas. Yeah. Like just places to, to just look to, for support. 
Right. Go, go be proactive about it. Even though it took me to be very frank, a couple years to be where I'm at doing what I'm doing. I still, every step of the way was trying to get plugged in where I could to get inspiration, to meet other like-minded individuals, men and women didn't care, obviously love to be plugged in with like-minded women. But I mean, there's also some men out there that have been super influential in my, my journey to being an Instagram coach and strategist and having my own business. Um, So I was still getting out there and exposing myself to new ideas, inspirations and experiences. Yeah. Um, The more you expose yourself to the more options you have to realize yeah. like, oh, this might be for me. Actually, never mind. Or oh, definitely right. no. And oh, right. I love this idea. Let's yeah. let's figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. And I've I've done so many different had so many of those moments where my husband's like, so what's the dream today? Where are we going? What are we trying to do? And that's okay. <laughs> I think too, oh, there's yes. this misconception that we have to have this one path that if we're an entrepreneur and we're building our path, that it has to be yeah. one direction with no right. offshoots. And that's not true. I, I, this podcast is a perfect example. Like there are many different avenues that you can be exploring at any given yeah. time. And as long as they're giving you energy, money, life, then it's absolutely good to continue to pursue multiple avenues that bring you joy. Absolutely. Yes. And, and please do. I mean, you may just come up on a gold mine yeah. or something that you were like, mm, I don't know about this, but let's test it out. Cause that's literally what happened to me at the beginning of 2020. So fast forward a little bit, husband put a ring on it, moved to Midwest, was still working for the cosmetic company. And then pandemic happened. A lot of people lost their jobs, myself included, because everything shut down. Ulta, Sephora's, everything shut down. So I was no longer going in store. And I was kind of twiddling my thumbs, knowing that I had some kind of entrepreneurial goal, something. I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't know how to tap into it, but I was was very much attuned to it, listening like, okay, I'm I'm here. You were listening to your magic, baby. Yes, I was, I was. I had my ears open. I was praying about it. Like, just lead me where I'm supposed to be going. Um, So then in May of 2020, I invested in my first ever business investment, which was Social Curator by Jasmine Starr. She is the mentor to me who doesn't know she's my mentor, but she is my mentor. Um, (laughs) Totally. And I don't think I've ever had like a one-on-one conversation with her someday, maybe. Oh yeah. Calling it in. Absolutely. Manifest that shit. Yes. And with her guidance and her membership, um, I was able to create a strategy plan um, because I was still doing makeup and beauty at the time. um, But I I did know deep down that that wasn't my, that wasn't my calling, but something Mm -hmm. in content creation, social media was. Um, And May, I hit it really hard. It started turning into sharing some Instagram tips and tricks, things that I picked up along the way, because I was always interested in strategy and data for myself, Mm. but was never sharing it because I didn't think that that was an avenue. Shared it on a whim. Kelsey, it was like overnight, crazy DMs blew up with, wait, how do you do this? Or Mandy, do you actually know how to do this? And it started to snowball very quickly into, now I'm okay offering 30 minute free discovery calls. And then I'm starting to charge for coaching. And then I'm opening up a group coaching program and now I'm creating courses. And it's like, 
it's been under a year that I officially started offering coaching. So in September is going to be my one year, like Congratulations. business anniversary. Thank you. But it spiraled, not spiraled. I shouldn't say spiraled in a good snowballed. Way. Yeah. Snow, snow quickly, <laughs> but um, so quickly. Um, and I never would have guessed that I would now have this business that I do but here we are all because I kept my ears open. I put myself out there. I was being intentional, networking with different people, even though I still do makeup for events and, and photographers from time and again, but I, I knew that wasn't my calling, but I was still keeping my ears open, open, still yeah. putting one foot right in front of the other, even though I had no idea where that was going to lead me. Yeah. Oh, if I could go back and tell that younger Mandy, like, girl, just hold on. It's, just gonna, hold it's coming. On. It's going to be so good. I'm getting chills. That's the one I know, like the Holy Spirit is like, yes, girl, that's right. That's Do you know the right. song from the musical, The Secret Garden called Hold On? Okay. It was, it's so near and dear to my heart. It's like this very oh. niche nineties musical. Yeah. Um, but there is the most beautiful song. Go listen to it yeah. uh, on Spotify after this. It is called hold on and it is her. So this girl's going through dark night of the soul and she's having a really hard time feeling really rejected and musical theater nerds unite. There's this amazing ballad. Um, it was my audition song for years and the lyrics are, oh gosh. Um, when you feel the storm has come and see the lightning part, the sky, there's no place to run. There's terror in your eyes. And she's like explaining, you're having this horrible moment. You think it's never going to end. And all you got to do is just hold on. You don't have to do anything except wait it out. And again, like stay open to whatever that next direction is that is coming your way. It's a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. If you ever feel like having a nice, nice, like cry belt session in your car, it's my (laughs) go-to. I'm on it. Next, next car ride. You know, what's going to be playing in my that car. and Sherry Renee Scott in the last five years. I'm like, anytime I need to have okay. a good cry. It's like, see, I'm yes. smiling and hold on. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> oh man. Well, oh, I, good. I do want to talk about one last thing before we let you go, Mandy, which is you are an Instagram coach and I am betting, I would bet a lot of money that a lot of women who come to you are feeling insecure and, um, lost and Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and thinking that they'll never get to the level that they want to get to because they don't understand social media. So what advice would you give to someone who is looking to start to up-level their social media presence without going crazy? Yeah. Okay. Great, great question. And the first thing I think of is you are tying yourself to very limiting beliefs. Mm. And this, this may sound um, going into mindset and I, I shouldn't even say that. So I'm not going to say it. Mindset really is everything. Okay. Yeah. In anything in your life and limiting yourself to what you are capable of, you are doing yourself and others that are waiting for what you have to offer a disservice. The network company that I'm affiliated with, one of my sideline sisters said this, is there is somebody waiting for the offer product service that you have to offer that's going to change their life. And if you don't come forward with it, you're taking it away from them. And I know that sounds really grandiose and it it, it could be. It's true though. But it is, it's 1000% true. 
Um, so when you have that limiting belief, it does take a little bit of that self-awareness of, okay, wait, is this story true? Has this actually happened? And if it hasn't, okay, I see you. And I let that release. go. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's being aware of the thoughts because your, your mind is so powerful. I mean, we were just talking about, you can create stories and your body reacts as if it's happening in reality. It's massive. Yeah. So letting go of those limiting beliefs, that's, that's going to take work. But man, can I tell you when you enter in a space where you know what you have to offer is everything and anything, your ideal client, customer, follower, whoever you're trying to talk to, it, it's so releasing and so exhilarating and exciting knowing that you're able to help people with something they're struggling with. And it could be something, what you think is small is actually really big to somebody else. Oh my the, gosh. The makeup, makeup, for instance, there are women out there that don't ever feel pretty putting on makeup, but they want so much to be able to do it. Yeah. I mean, you the person to help them with that. Or it might be someone needing help with the, the fine lines or the beautiful aging our skin goes through. And I'm calling it beautiful aging because yes. listen, it's beautiful. Aging, it is okay? beautiful but they're, they're wanting to figure out how to do it. That works for them. You could be that person to help them move with it. And I know makeup sounds like a small thing, but to some people it's not. I think that's a great example. I think that's actually a really great example, like a microcosm of exactly what we're talking about with like, don't start to doubt your own freaking gift. Like don't minimize the gift that you were given. And that mm-hmm. you can then go out and give someone else. Like yes. how incredible to be able to give someone the gift of self-confidence, of yes. an energy of feeling beautiful mm-hmm. that translates. And that's a ripple effect too. That person's going to totally. go out into the world and be nicer to their coworkers or be nicer <laughs> to their husband or their wife. Right. Like right. there's so much that there's so much benefit that you don't see beyond perhaps the very immediate that you give, but it, you don't even know the ripple effect Mm. you're having in the world. Absolutely. Don't doubt your own freaking gift. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Don't, take that away from someone. Don't doubt your gift and don't take it away from somebody else. Um, So speaking to the people that are overwhelmed by Instagram and wanting to incorporate it, or feeling that imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, something I read in a book that I can't even remember the title of it now. I'm sure it's up there with my my other books that I've semi-read, but not semi-read. Anyway, um, <laughs> that the, the, the cure to fear is action. So if you can solve a problem, if you can solve a fear by taking action, you don't have a problem and you don't have a fear. So a yeah. lot of times we, we will look at something like, oh, I can't do that. That, that scares me. Yeah. And then we, we actually do it and we get on the other side and like, that wasn't so bad. Right. That is literally with almost anything in your life that you can apply that exact method to. So a lot of times too, um, clients will say like, who am I, who mm-hmm. am I to talk about this or do this? Oh, sister, you, you are one of a kind. How many people do you know that can provide what you can provide that have gone through what you've gone through? Literally no one. Spoiler alert. Literally (laughs) no one. Literally no one. And I don't think that concept gets through to enough people. They think, well, there's somebody else doing this. There are like five bajillion Instagram coaches. I am the only one of my kind because I'm me and I have the experiences that I've had. 
Right. And I approach things differently than, you know, Sally down the street and Carol up the street. Right. right. So we, we all have our different experiences and that's what makes us unique. And again, I go back to somebody is waiting for you to deliver your information, your knowledge, the way that you deliver it, that nobody else is doing. Somebody's yeah. waiting for you to do it. Um, so I think it's really stepping into owning the gifts that you have and the experiences that you've had too are so unique and, and um, special to you. Um, and as far as Instagram goes, I mean, it really should be just looked at as a tool, nothing more than that, mm-hmm. to be able to grow your brand awareness, um, to, to grow more traffic to your business and to make a bigger impact with, with the people that you're trying to change and touch their lives. Yes. Um, to never look at it as a vanity metric ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, and baby steps one step at a time. If that means showing up once a week, great. And then it, maybe it's two times a week and then maybe it's three and then maybe it's every day. That feels like a lot, but honestly, when you take the baby steps, we're on there scrolling anyway. totally we absolutely are absolutely oh mandy thank you so much for all of this amazing insight and sharing your awesome story that i know is going to make a lot of people feel really deeply seen i'm so so appreciative and grateful that you came on find your magic today so thank you yes oh my gosh this is such a great chat and there's almost a little bit of a therapy session for me too that's my goal that's my goal i love it this meets therapy mental health entrepreneurship stirring it all and giving it to the world Thank you so much for the opportunity for me to share, but also hopefully make someone else feel like, oh, I've been through that too, that you're not alone. That's the biggest thing is you really are not alone. I know that sounds cliche to some, but it can't be said enough because the weight of it is, is very strong that you're not alone with what you're going through. It might be special to you and unique to you, but you really aren't alone. So Thank you so much for having me. This is uh, such an amazing conversation and you were, you were doing wonders. <laughs> Thank you. Last thing, where can people find you and support you? Yes. Okay. Instagram's my jam. Um, the Mandy Emerson, you can come hang out with me. I also have the Fear Social Society, which I was so blessed to have Kelsey on for a wonderful um, interview chat. So you can find our interview um, in the IGTV section of the Fear Social Society. Love that. And I will have all of Mandy's links in the show notes below as well. So be sure to check her out and support her. Thank you, Magic Makers, for tuning in. Every time you show up for one of these conversations, it makes a difference in your life, but also in ours. We really appreciate you spending this time with us. We love you and we'll see you next time. Hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.